Hello and welcome to the introduction of What's Left, the podcast where not being right isn't always wrong. I'm your host, Connor Bryan. I understand that some of you haven't a clue what this podcast is, so I'm going to take this opportunity to introduce you to it. In doing so, I'll be reading a passage that I drafted on medium.com backslash what's dash left. And in the middle of reading it, I'll make a few interjections to clarify, summarize, and even provide background to the kind of information that I've laid out. So let's get started. Now, there's no doubt the American political climate post-November 2016 is anything but normal. The Trump presidency isn't normal. Breitbart Media is not normal. Secret American Health Care Act meetings are not normal. And I used to think that the Tea Party or the Freedom Caucus was a major threat to democratic stability. Not even a year into Trump's presidency, and he's under investigation by the Security Council, being sued by state attorneys, having one of his major pieces of legislation challenged by the Supreme Court, and he still refuses to fill official federal positions across the country. The Trump presidency is unprecedented. I get it. I think everyone else gets it, too. This leads us to the central question. What is What's Left Podcast? And why did I start it? First, what it is. What's Left is a podcast in response to, and in tandem with, the anti-Trump agenda emphasized by many left-leaning media outlets, However, instead of taking up any more bandwidth by monitoring the constant going-ons of the Trump administration, or using media outlets as a megaphone to voice my frustrations, I'd rather us take an introspective approach. What's left begs the double-sided question, what does it mean to be a member of the left, that is, with a capital L, while addressing concerns with respect to what's left to be done? If Trump really is a danger to the stability of our democratic institutions, or even a champion of right-wing, borderline authoritarian philosophy, then I'd like to have a plan for Democrats and anyone else left-leaning to combat this movement. In this way, What's Left is a podcast that diagnoses the philosophical and political roots of an unabashedly and unapologetically leftist agenda, using the current backdrop of the Trump administration to both be inspired by and to respond to. One of my favorite philosophers and cultural critics, Slavoj Žižek, put it this way, one should avoid the temptation of the narcissism of the lost cause, of admiring the sublime beauty of uprisings doomed to fail. What new positive order should replace the old one the day after? When the sublime enthusiasm of the uprising is over, it is at this crucial point that we encounter the fatal weakness of the protests. They express an authentic rage, which is not able to transform itself into a minimal positive program of socio-political change. In short, they express a spirit of revolt without revolution. Zizek wrote this article in March of 2012. It was intended to be a response to the lack of longevity among Occupy Wall Street protesters. And yet four years on, I feel like the left hasn't learned a thing. I was there at the Women's March on Washington the day after Trump was inaugurated. I saw nearly 500,000 people show up in support of women, the LGBTQIA community, Black Lives Matter, and a number of other interests who are either directly or indirectly threatened by this newcomer in Washington. Worldwide, 
The march stretched across all seven continents, took place in 84 different countries, and not a single arrest took place. Talk about unprecedented. But throughout all this hype, skeptics managed to raise some thought-provoking points. One in particular struck me. It was made by historian and Georgetown professor Michael Kazin. He said, A march needs to be part of a greater social movement. It needs to have clear and consistent objectives, constant pressure on the legislature, dedicated support from its base, and continued momentum. I already feel like the legislature is under constant pressure. When was the last time you saw a White House briefing? Why does the Senate feel like it has to pass legislation in secrecy? And why does Trump feel like he's one of the most unfairly treated presidents in history? My only answer is that the left wing already has a base of supporters. But according to Kazan, that's only half the battle. The left still needs an established objective. Is it new party leadership? Winning local elections for Democrats? If so, are we going to do it on social grounds? By using economic policies? Promising better care for the sick? For veterans? Democrats sure showed up for Hillary Clinton in the popular vote last election. Does that mean that the left should adopt a more hawkish international stance? It's these types of questions, plus more, that I want to explore in the near future. And to do so, I intend to interview politicians, academics, civilian activists, and political members with all sorts of backgrounds in order to see if there lies a clear and sophisticated argument for the left. One that we don't have to store in secret. There's no sense in why the left hasn't come together to form positive solutions. Perhaps this podcast can do just that. Because not being right, at least in this case, isn't wrong. What do we want? Freedom! What do we want it now? Join me twice a month on medium.com backslash what's left or follow me on SoundCloud at what's left podcast in order to get the latest. I've got a handful of insightful guests that will be making an appearance on the show. I know you won't want to miss, but for now, good night and good luck. Now we're caught a criminal.